1: Welcome to Sirius XM's Cars and Culture. I'm Jason Stein in Detroit. A simple question to ponder as we approach this holiday season. Is there anything that sparks the imagination of a child or an adult more than Lego? They are the building blocks, quite literally, of our imagination. They spark creativity, they stir a sense of accomplishment, and they've inspired generations of designers, perhaps even creating a base from which to launch a career. Or so it was for Aurelien Ruffinage. As a young boy growing up in France, he was a Lego kid as well, pulling apart and reassembling the small toys over and over, and eventually enough that he would land in every child's dream job, working for Lego as an adult. But not just any branch of Lego, the Technic division, which is the incredibly intricate, multifaceted world of Lego that also focuses heavily on cars. It has existed within the LEGO Group since 1977, and the models are inspired by vehicles from the real world with realistic working features. Besides inventing its own advanced technical models, the initiative has called on many huge names from the automotive industry, including Ducati, Porsche, and Bugatti, to replicate the models and integrate them into a fully functional, complex LEGO building set. The supercar series is breathtaking in its complexity. Real gearboxes, paddle shifters, scissor doors. Some models are two feet in length and contain thousands of pieces. Aurélien is at the center of it all. As a senior designer at the LEGO Group based in Denmark, he oversees many of the LEGO Technic builds, where his main role is researching and developing the new lineup of highly advanced LEGO cars each year. His role is a critical one ensuring that LEGO develops the most authentic representations of real vehicles from automotive brands. His team's latest creation is the stunning Ferrari Daytona SP3, which includes a V12 engine with moving cylinders and nearly 4,000 parts. The miniature Ferrari has to do more than just look good. It has to help its builder understand the engineering that resides beneath its plastic shell. So ahead of the holidays, we spend time with the one person responsible for so many smiles on December 25th. It's Lego Culture today on Cars and Culture.
2: Hi, I'm Aurelien Roufiange, and this is Kevin Cultures with uh, Jason Stein. Iconic, symbolic, the stuff of every child's
1: dreams, young and old, and he's right at the heart of it. It is a pleasure to have you on the program from Denmark. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, uh, Jason. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. We've had many different people on this program, um, some of whom contribute greatly to culture and cars. I could argue that LEGO is about at the epicenter, at the heart of cars and culture. Would you agree?
2: I can only agree to that. That's true. Yeah, we have uh, actually a broad variety of of cars in, uh, in, in the LEGO portfolio, and every year we bring a lot of new and novelty cast to our assortment. Um, I'm a designer in the LEGO Technic franchise at LEGO uh, here in Denmark. Um, so we have a very specific uh, assortment. It's uh, it's not the classic bricks that you will recognize, but it's the the more advanced and uh, technical uh, system. And we're using uh, all kind of elements like gears and suspension and functions that that can bring this function to life to the model um, into life into the model. Uh, we have a um, than a lot of uh, vehicles from cars to machines, but definitely a lot of cars uh, around us here in Lego.
1: And you're a car guy, right? I mean, you've
2: always loved cars. Have you always been a <laughs> Lego guy? Uh, yes, I've been. Uh, I've been kind of in. Yeah, it's my favorite toy for sure. When I was a kid, it was uh, the toy uh, I, I always loved and dreamed for for Christmas and uh, and getting a, as a gift for sure. So. Being back here and being here now, like uh, designing the toys for the new generation, is just a, a dream come true. And uh, and I also do love uh transportations and vehicles and and futuristic uh, cars and all of that. So to be able to to recreate what's coming next in the toy format, it's ah uh, it's just a wonderful every day. You,
1: your primary role is researching and developing a new lineup for each new year. And mm-hmm. those are some very authentic representations of real real vehicles, uh, Ferrari, Bugatti. We're going to talk about about some of them, but I just want to make sure that the audience understands completely. When you're a kid and you play with Legos, and then when you're an adult and you create Legos, it has to be a dream scenario for you.
2: It is. It is a. Uh... It's, it's nice when you create your first model. When, you, when I started here at Lego 12 years ago and I got the task to create a small uh, uh, buggy for, for the Lego assessment and and I just remember myself when I unpacked my first Lego and I was just having that joy moment when you just pre- start to build and you play with the, the toy yourself and then now myself creating these experiences, this play experience for the the new generation is just uh, amazing and I, I just put all, all I can to, to make this uh, the best experience for the the new kids and also adults. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure adults. So, and they're incredibly hard to get.
1: Let's talk about the the formation of the group in 1977. Lego Group introduced Lego Technic, and it was really with the idea of models that would be inspired by vehicles from the real world, realistic working features. That's that's your mission, isn't it?
2: That's correct. Yes, we we have our, our DNA in Lego Technic is actually the we call it AFC. We make sure that something is uh, A for authentic, F for functions and C for the challenge of building. So whatever we recreate it's a representation of what exists outside in the world Um, and to some extent sometimes we will manage to create something that is being developed by some uh, car industry as well. Um, So it doesn't exist yet but we we work together closely and and develop something at the same time. But most of the the vehicles or the machines uh, it could be flying on on wheels or uh, and whatever we do is uh, something you can decode easily, understand what it is, um, and we make sure that we pack it with a lot of uh, functions. So it's uh, also bringing that, uh, that level of, um, of technology inside and then also for you to, to learn how things works in the real world. Um, it's that, it's our, um, our main mission also to to teach the kids and to teach anyone who's gonna build that model, how it's actually uh, behaving and you learn uh, Um, an engine will work like piston engine will move into the car when you you push the the Lego models on the the table the wheel will start to spin and then then it will drive um, the shaft and then it will uh, start uh, all the functions in the model so the engine or it could be also suspensions it could be uh, activators on the crane in in some machineries or um, uh, even when you go to the more complex uh, model it will be uh, um, having a sophisticated gearbox that has actually uh, a paddle shifter behind the steering wheel, that you can actually shift gears, and it will it will actually shift the the, the speed of the uh, the piston engine in the car that you will play with, and it's um, as close as it gets to the to the reality. Yeah. Are
1: you a technician or are you a designer
2: or are you both? <laughs> I think it's both, right? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah. we. I'm, uh, educated designer but in engineering design so you learn a little bit of that as well but not not much but i think after being here 12 years now i think i, I learned a lot more <laughs> than when i started in mechanics and cars and so that's quite, quite amazing as well you could <laughs> probably be a, a
1: car designer or engineer if asked to do so on full-size models
2: yeah sure i think yeah it uh, could be but I, I like to stick to the to the toy into kids worlds and uh, making the this uh, this dream and play <laughs> how difficult does it
1: get i mean you're you're exposed to uh, the intricacies of vehicles that have gone through years of development and uh various iterations and all kinds of uh, stress tests and um product approvals i'm guessing that you go through the same um
2: process in the development
1: of the vehicles that you put together but how hard is it
2: yeah um I don't know. If maybe we can take some, a model to sure. describe that. But uh, I was thinking of the, the the latest release, the the fourth ultimate car, which we we have this year, which um, the, the Ferrari um, the Ferrari Daytona SP3, the famous Ferrari Daytona. Yes, is, um, tell us about really that. Crazy, crazy process, crazy model as well uh, to develop, and it's it's about two years. But this is actually the ultimate uh, series, the um, the biggest model we develop in LEGO Technic and it's like around close to 4,000 pieces put together. And when you look at the smallest uh, model that we have in the assortment is uh, maybe uh, around 20, 30 pieces uh, together, put, put together to, to create a, a, a small uh, little vehicle. But uh, so from uh, from this range, we have in between uh, between the smallest to the to the biggest, I think we have uh, around 16 to, between 16 to 20-ish uh, model. In total, and they they vary from from scale to scale to the to the biggest one. And talking about the Ferrari uh, Daytona, this is the, the pinnacle of uh, creativity and creation in in Lego Technic and. So this one is two years of development, and normally it would be between few months to six months max to develop a model. But because this one is quite complex and specific and highly detailed, and also the process to create that one, because the car doesn't exist yet when you develop it, is also important to start much earlier in the process as well, and to have enough time to, to really get the loops that you need to, to refine the model together uh, with the, the partner, which is Ferrari uh, here in Italy. They um, they they a travel to Denmark to get to see with the development process, or we travel there to present what we are doing. But when we cannot travel, if it's uh, too difficult or there's a virus that blocks us that stop us to uh, prevent us to travel, then we do uh, we do a lot of calls and we do bi- bi-weekly calls um, with the partner. And when we uh, in these calls, we have the the talks, we present what we are doing, and then the, we we. We get the feedback from the design team that is highly involved, and uh, all this process uh, takes uh, takes some time actually to, to get from the, the start, making the chassis to the to the final uh, final um, product. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, but I'm and, not sure. And, if you could maybe describe more in detail? Um, I c- well, I can do that. It's an incredible vehicle:
1: uh, functioning doors, working shift paddles, a v, a V12 engine with moving cylinders, and. Yes. And in fact, you had to design a bunch of new parts as well, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Let me grab the model so I can... Uh, yes, we, for sure.
2: Remind us a bit more.
1: But... Yeah. Yeah. Describe the model for us, if you will. This is uh, Sorry, nearly yeah, two it's feet model. long and yeah, it's, uh, red,
2: red and rubber.
1: <laughs> a lot of red and rubber.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a yeah, half a meter uh, long uh, model. So one of the... I think it's a 1 to 8, one to eight scale replica. Uh, it's a representation, of course, of the Ferrari Daytona. It's not uh, die-cast. Uh, and I'm going to bring also the open body, which is uh, something like this, uh, where you can see the interior of the car. There's a, a lot of the, the, the billing ex- experiences to create all the functions that are packed inside. And they are done in a way that they are really compact and really like. A, <laughs> packed in there, then you, you really almost don't see them, unfortunately, uh, after you, you finish building. But what you can do is to open some of the parts of the car, like the the, the roof that can you can remove. You can open the, the rear compartment, um, where you can then see um, the engine, so the, the V12 engine with the piston that moves when you push the car on the table. Um, the front can open as well, the front hood. Um, but yeah, the car is, is packed with a lot of function. And, also, the, the doors can open. Uh, and it's um, it's not like a scissorism. I think it's like butterfly mechanism. Yes. If it's, cool, if it's correct. Um, and then you have the... This is actually a very uh, sophisticated build. And the designer, Uwe Warham, had uh, I think a lot of headaches to, to make sure that this car is, uh, is uh, being approved and also by Lego, but also by Ferrari because we have also a stand- quality standard that we need to... To, um, to follow when we create a LEGO model. for It doesn't matter which model, all LEGO models go through that quality assessment. And this is something that we need, we need to be able to have the, the right stability. For example, in a, in the LEGO Technic model, you don't want to play with the model and it starts breaking and falling apart. So all the stability is super important. And the challenge with this car is that the, the roof is not there. So. Because the roof is missing, and normally this is what you can use to create a lot of uh, with the APR. You can create a lot of stability and structure around the, the seats and the, the cockpit. But uh, in that particular case, we had to find a new alternative, new ways of building, finding a way to make it super stable without that uh, advantage of having the, the structural roof on top. So one big challenge on this one, and then also the, the shape. I mean, this car is uh is insane. It's like a, extremely organic, and it's it's shapes that you don't really uh, see being used with lego because <laughs> our elements are a bit more like squared pieces and not so much organic so it has been also like a, a need for us to create new parts we, we try many many various many iterations before we decide to create a new part but at some point you, you just realize that there's no other way that we need to create a new element uh, it also goes for the for the rims for example because a rim you cannot we want to create the rim as close and as identical as the real car, but we cannot make it uh, with, with uh, Lego bricks pieces, so it's, it won't be stable. So, so we create a new part for that. We create a, a new system for the suspension. Then we create new new shaping elements, um, and then this is parts that we create uh, together with the design team here in Lego. That we make sure that this is not gonna just gonna be used for this particular model. All the parts, all the elements that we create, we we want to use them in the rest of the assortments as much as possible and uh, and making so we make sure when we design these new parts that they fall into this um, we call it the grid so it it matches the Lego measurements and they they fit together with the rest of the, the pieces that we have uh, here at Lego so you can use this this new parts with old and existing parts but also like uh, from previous generations of Lego model you can use them together still they still all work together um, which is quite quite nice because we just same elements and a few new parts you can just create anything you want basically anything with Lego Um, Is it harder to build a vehicle like that
1: Ferrari than to build a a more conventional uh, smaller Lego?
2: Yes I think because this one is so big that you need much more time also to create copies to create a a new model to create a uh, a new shape so when you design a model you don't get with the final shape right away you need a year and a half, almost two years of development of uh, creating the shape because it takes more time to build. It's also um, much more complex and all the functions that we have inside. This one has a 8-speed uh, sequential gearbox with a paddle shifting mechanism. So also that takes a lot of time to, to develop, to create, to integrate into the, the model and to make sure it, it fits in there because sometimes you, you just put all the functions that you want. But they are becoming way too big and takes too much space and it doesn't work with the, the shapes of the car so um, this is like a lot of rebuild a lot of rework and finding new ways of building and um, yeah it takes a lot of time <laughs> so if you compare to a, a smaller vehicle like the for example the Ford mustang we have here this is i think uh, two three months maybe uh, development time and we have uh, something that. We really liked and two years ago we launched the new series of uh, the monster truck monster jam uh, series the putbacks and this is probably two months development time um, yeah this one is going down to two years uh, at least wow, incredible uh, a lot of people involved for either the functions the testing the mechanics the packaging and then the, the creating a new experience and new packaging as well um,
1: you're creating a car. I mean, you you are literally creating a, uh, a, a as an automaker would do. You are you are creating something that is uh, a
2: living, breathing uh, mechanism. It's very similar process. Yeah, I think so. And um, also the, yeah. I the, the 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 step when we create the step, we try to create them the almost the same process as they will do in the factory when they assemble the real car. We talk to the design team and we try to make sure that they they can share this information with us also quite early in the process. So whenever we can, we try to to recreate that. Uh, We are doing that also already with the um, the Porsche GT3 RS that we launched a few years ago. And and then we feel like this is so cool. If we can do that, we should continue doing that. And we did that also on the Bugatti with the the marriage process when the front and the rear is is separated in two parts. And then you assemble both uh, front and rear. Uh, and they do exactly the same in, in, the, in the atelier, in the factory in, in, uh, in Marzheim, in France, when they, they put the, the Bugatti Chiron together. Um, same with the Lamborghini that we launched uh, two years ago, and, and now this one, the Ferrari, we, we try the, the same process to create an um, identical process in a way um, as close as possible to, to what they do in the factory in uh, Ferrari. Um, and also, with the, behind me, you can see the BMW. One to fifth scale uh, motorcycle is also the, the same, and we even made a stand that they have also that in the in assembly line. They have a specific stand for the bikes, and they put the, the chassis and the structure on that, and then it moves in the factory and then in the assembly line. So the designer wanted to create the same experience, creating that uh, that stand. First, you have to build that, and then you start building your bike on that stand, like if you were in the factory line uh, assembly line. Yeah. Which is quite cool, um, yeah. It puts you uh, in the skin of uh, yeah, these, these people that are assembling and designing the car, and you're
1: and you're given a lot of advanced information on these vehicles. Yeah. Uh, you're you're they sort of peel back the covers for you, right? And they and they give you the opportunity to see the inner workings of these vehicles that nobody else gets a chance to see.
2: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the process of building is also teaching you how things works in the in the mechanics of the car, and then um, at the end you can always. Uh, Look around and check check the functions, but we we try to make some uh, some some places in the model. If you lift, I'm lifting the car and I'm looking at the uh, the lower lower part under the the chassis. And there's a big opening that we try to to do and to keep when we design the car, is to to keep all the gears visible. And so that means when you finish building, it's it's of course it's all hidden uh, by the by the the styling and the the shell around the car. But then you, you still have some ways you can dive into uh, back again into the, the functions that you have been spending a lot of time building. And you can uh, just uh, look at them again and, and show them to your friends or family and, and show them how it works by just yeah, spinning some wheels. And then it will engage. And you can see the the gearings the gearbox mechanism. Um, and then you can always uh, open the, the rear cover and then have, the, have a look at the, the V12 engine with the pistons that are moving. Uh, if I look in the in the interior, in the in the cockpit, we have the, the steering wheel and behind the steering wheel. I can just uh, do some clicking. It's like a paddle shifter mechanism. Incredible. So you can hear that noise. is the, the shifting of the gearing, like this. And then you you then change from the first to the eighth gear. And depending on the gear, in which gear you are, then it will move uh, at different speeds. The, the piston will move at different speeds. And then you have the gear shifter and the central uh, console which you can decide if you want to go in drive mode neutral or reverse and if you you shift to reverse <clears throat> there's only one uh, one speed reverse uh, that's been the engine and then you have the drive you push that to the front it's a small shift in the center mechanism um sorry that's um will, will lego send sophisticated sophisticated functions yes
1: Will Lego send somebody to my house to help me assemble that vehicle? Because <laughs> there is no way in the world that I think I'd be able to put it together.
2: <laughs> uh, you, you, can, you can, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a really nice, nice book with instructions that uh, you can follow. <laughs> and there's a lot of easy steps, but uh, it takes a lot of time. And maybe If you're not used to building Lego Technic, uh, it probably isn't going to take you 25 hours to 30 wow. hours roughly to, to assemble the Ferrari Daytona. Uh, at least, yeah. If 25. you're trained, uh, below, if you're a Lego Technic fan, I think they, they can do it between six to eight hours, I think I would say.
1: My goodness. Uh, quite crazy, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part of, of
2: designing the Ferrari? Um, uh, yeah, I was not the one who designed the car, specifically was another designer. So We're overseeing the design, yeah. Overseeing the design, yes, yes. Um, well, I think it's the collaboration as well with the, the partner and being able to to see something exclusive and something that is not yet revealed in the in the real world. Uh, it's always exciting. Um, you think that they, they won't share anything and then we discuss what we can do and then they're like, oh, we have a new car coming in 2022. Like, okay, what is it? And then uh, it's like, yeah, let's, let's share some files, let's share some things, some stuff. And then we're like, okay, I think we can we can try it and do that. And and then we ever travel there and see uh, see it in real as uh, someone, and it's just like also being able to to travel and see different industry uh, at the same time as you know starting as a toy designer in, in, at Lego, and and you get to to meet all these uh, all these people outside in different car industry, and that, that from Ferrari, or it could be McLaren, it could be Ford, Jeep, uh, Monster Jam, and Bugatti. There's also uh, some new things coming. Uh, that has been announced first half year next year. Uh, there will be the Bugatti Body, and new Monster Jam uh, trucks coming up as well. Um, which actually has been just revealed uh, first of December, and they will be launching in uh, in, in, in January next year. Um, it has also been amazing to to meet all these partners. Uh, so I think this is a I think of seeing the design, but also being able to to meet all these new and cutting new bigger network as well around uh, not just being a toy designer, but being uh, connected to.
1: Uh, oh, you're a, the you're, trip, yeah. Yeah, you're a car designer. There's there is, there's no question. And I wonder if you could explain, why do you think people love Legos so much? And in particular, why do they love this ultimate series? You know, the Lamborghinis and the Porsche 911s and
2: the Bugatti Chirons. I think it's uh, the magic of uh, and the power of creativity. It's like you can build whatever you want with Lego. Uh, so yeah, I mean, with the same parts, same elements every year, we can create uh, any, anything new. And uh, and I think it's also like learning through play. And I think when I dive most, more into the LEGO Technic franchise, it's, it's really true to that. And it's very important to us that uh, yeah, and we will teach something to to the kids and people. I think they are they are loving that. And the one who will maybe dive more into the LEGO Technic franchise, it's more like they want to learn why it works. They they are passionate about taking things apart and seeing well, how it's how it's inside, and um, and yeah, um, I think that's uh, summarizing a bit uh, that. But um, yeah. after the break, I'll continue my conversation with Lego designer
1: Aurelien Roufanage. And to see our interview, go to the Cars and Culture YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe to see some seventy-five episodes. Welcome back. I'm Jason Stein in Detroit. Now, the continuation of my conversation with Lego designer Aurelien Roufanache. And to see our interview, go to the Cars and Culture YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to see some 75 episodes. You're creating automotive engineers, the future, aren't you? In a
2: way, we are. I think yes. Um, It's uh, we are teaching them. We're teaching the kids, the, the adults who are getting into that. But the the new generation, they're definitely learning a lot with the Lego Technic product and they, they, they're probably going to be the, the next uh, car designers or engineers that we'll see in a few years from now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Did you get, uh, I want to ask specifically about some of these
1: models. Um, do you get a chance to drive around in some of the vehicles that you're designing? Uh, let's say the, uh, the Lamborghinis to help you figure out how to turn it into a Lego or or, you know, go to the assembly line and things of that nature, really
2: hold the parts in your hands? Oh, yeah. We, are, we, we try as much as we can to, to get this uh, this ride in the cars. <laughs> but uh, not always, yeah, no. But at, at least we we always, we always are often um, invited to to go there, to go to the studio and to see the, the new thing coming up, the new cars. And then the one that we're going to recreate in a Lego technique format. Uh, we get the chance to see that, um, but usually the the car is not finished yet, so we don't get to to, to, to take it to the streets and to drive it, or it's not uh, rebuilt, so it's not outside and and visible for the the public, so we cannot really do that. But sometimes, when we when I actually was working on the Bugatti Chiron, we got a unique opportunity when we were there to to actually get a, a drive into the into the Bugatti Chiron. Uh, but not always. It's just like um, yeah, that would be awesome, but <laughs> yeah. not not always like this, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just um, it's, it's a unique experience, that's for sure. Like when you get to to see the these but also when they, they let you like in the car and then okay, let's, let's go for a spin, and then there's a uh, professional drivers usually coming with you, mm-hmm. and it will take you on a, on a inside a closed circuit uh, track, closed track where you can do uh, uh, different be in a different round of, uh, and go go bit nuts with the car but yeah.
1: yeah yeah wonderful do you see Lego continuing its uh, process of of creating these more full-size cars like like the Ferrari and um, where, where could the pathway go for Lego as it as it relates to the development of, of some new models yeah
2: um, I think we we have a lot of car enthusiasts there's a lot of uh, people who are passionate by cars and and kids also are getting a lot into that, and for sure there's a real passion with a, real trend growing around the, the car, car world, and then what's coming up and what's new, and and we we have a lot of uh, and car enthusiasts who, who want what's new, the new car and more vehicles. So I don't think we we'll stop here, and there's a there's a lot we can do, and there's always some new cars, and then, and also with the EV world that's coming up now. Uh, all electric vehicles. There's also a whole new world for us to explore, and um, and uh, definitely a lot of uh, lot of adults and kids as well uh, being super enthusiastic about that. So there's, uh, there's some cool, exciting uh, new product coming for next year. That's for sure, and then in the years to come. Um, let's let's talk about that EV transition
1: because, of course, it's it's top of mind in everything that we talk about in the automotive world these days. How do you mm-hmm. think EVs will change? Lego's approach to creating the vehicles that you've
2: done. Are there more opportunities? Are there different opportunities? That's a good question because we are we are right into that right now in in the technique design team. Um, it's also uh, how we're going to recreate the functions, how we translate that into a Lego format. Uh, so we are yeah, we are right at the the heart of that now, um, and it's a uh, it's something that we we try to yeah. Not just only do that, of course, but uh, there's um, there's already some uh, some vehicles that we have launched, uh, like the the Porsche uh, yeah, electric Porsche uh, Formula E, and um, and there's some 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 more to come. Let's uh, let's say it like that. I cannot share much on what's coming, but uh, sure. it's still secret. But uh, there's going to be some some things there, yeah. Um, but it's definitely uh, a question we we ask ourselves. Uh, few years back and it's it's right now in, into us we, we, we're looking into that as well and how we we can communicate that and how what's are the new elements we have to create to to represent the electric functions and and all that around and there's a uh, some actually some exciting uh, news coming but I cannot share much on that. later right exactly yes. but, there is,
1: but there's a whole new generation of, of car lovers that are coming because of the the movement into electric vehicles I, I've got to think that even for Lego, there's a broadening of your consumer base that could probably come along as well.
2: I uh, think so, but I'm um, not the expert in that. Uh, I think this is more like a marketing uh, area of expertise. And uh, I mean, of- there'll be, there'll
1: be uh, cool yeah. cars. There'll be cool cars out there. There already are cool cars out there. You know, Tesla.
2: Sure. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of. Um, cool EV cars coming up and also uh, in the pipeline for years to come. So uh, there's going to be some exciting things for us to do. That's for sure. Um, and um, let's see, uh, probably it will uh, recruit even more kids or adults into the, the technique uh, franchise. Yeah, for sure. You're, you're a chef. You like to cook, don't you?
1: That's your, that's your personal <laughs> passion. When you step away from the Legos, you yeah. actually spend time putting different ingredients together uh, that,
2: in the kitchen, correct? Yeah, I mean uh, I'm not a chef yet, but
1: <laughs> close <laughs> to. Uh, uh,
2: yes, I, I love cooking. I have a strong passion for, for for cooking, and this is something that also inspires me. I, I like to to be in the kitchen and do whatever new recipe and create something new. It's a bit like when you create um, a, a new a new Lego model. You try with the, the same pieces that you have. You try something and you make something new. And uh, I I'm also in the zone when I'm in the kitchen. You know, I would just. Uh, Start something with no recipe, or find what's new—a new recipe that I could maybe try to get inspired from—and and just, just yeah, yeah. Create, well, it's, create some good food and share with families and friends, and and a it's always good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this. In, it's ingredients that you're putting together, right? And just the same way oh, that you're putting yeah. ingredients
1: together in the LEGO Technic, now you're putting ingredients together in the kitchen. Yeah, I do. Yes,
2: yeah, I, yeah. I think it's from. It's something that I got, I got from my family, I guess they, they are like a lot into cooking and I, I got inspired very young into to making a lot of uh, dishes and I always love that because you, and then you invite friends and you make a lot of food they, they all love it, they all get, get, get together and then you know the, the social part of that and, uh, and being around the table with a, a lot of uh, a good atmosphere you know, and, and good food. You live
1: in Denmark, which is very progressive as it relates to mobility and um, uh, sustainability. What do you see around you in the mobility space and
2: transportation that inspires you at LEGO? I think the nature. It's uh, quite amazing in Denmark. Uh, the focus they have on, on, keeping the, on, on keeping the country and everything around the nature protected. Um, and also in cities, you see they try to have less cars and everybody's will take the bike the bicycle first or try to be to um uh, transportation uh, like buses or trains or metros and 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 really you see like there's a stronger yeah strong desire of protecting the, the world and making sure that it's uh it's all sustainable as much as as we can do and and this is very inspiring and um yeah i think uh, you, you you lean to that as well to that mood and uh and then you you put yourself also to, into to becoming like that as well. Like, uh, maybe I should not take the car today. I should just take my bike, and then I'll just walk. Uh, I can I don't need you know uh, to spend the gasoline or whatever. And and um, of of course also a lot of um, uh, conversion to EV vehicles as well. And um, and it's getting uh, quite quite uh, quite popular now. Definitely, yeah, yeah, big transition. There. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's get back to Legos. What do you want somebody yes. to experience when building his or her Lego set? What's the What's the experience that they should take out of it?
2: I think, yeah, you want them to to learn something new and to have a good time as well. I think the the, the building experience should not be frustrating. So you need to make sure that you do the right step. You do the, use the right elements in the right color. And this is why you can sometimes see inside the model that uh, there will be like a rainbow of colors <clears throat> inside the gearbox or the, the mechanics that is quite hidden at the end. So it doesn't matter that it's a lot of colors, but this helps a lot the kids or the adult to, to make something that, uh, to, to follow the steps in the easiest way as possible and avoid mistakes. It would be just uh, knowing that you spend a lot of hours, 20 to 30 hours building a model and, and nothing works at the end. So we, we have... Um, a lot of focus and making sure that we deliver the best possible experience, building experience, but also the play experience after when you finish building, you want to experience all the functions that you've spent a lot of time putting together. So learning something as well in that, uh, in that sense. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, yeah, the main, uh, objective I would say.
1: Do you see yourself advancing the passion around cars? Are you at the, are you at the epicenter of, Building a culture and building a passion around the automobile.
2: Yeah, I think I think we are. We have a, a lot of uh, exciting new product, new cars coming next year, and we keep pushing for those. There's a real passion there's a around cars, and you can see that from kids to adults. They they just they just uh, it's, it's real. There's a real like a lot of enthusiastic people, and they want to see what's what's new, what's coming next, and and we 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 want. Also to deliver the, the novelty product and something that has not been seen before, um, we we bring like we have example like uh, we have the new Ferrari Daytona of course and then the Bugatti Bolide that is coming uh, in January. There is uh, this year the the Ford Mustang, the, there was the Jeep, the McLaren uh, Formula One. That has been uh, quite uh, strong as well. Uh, big passion on on Formula oh, yeah, One. No. Yeah, we've we've had Zach, we've had Zach Brown on this program, the McLaren. Oh, nice. Yes. What was that? Oh, did he mention something about the the Lego version? Or?
1: <laughs> he did not mention the Lego version, but we'll be sure to ask him next time for sure. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Or maybe it was not released yet. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was. What was that hard to do? Was that hard to create a Formula One car? Um.
2: Not more than anything else in the Lego Technic team, I think. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was a it was a great challenge and a great uh, great experience. That's for sure. Like uh, Formula One is a uh, one we have. I think there's few in the team who has a big passion for Formula One, including me. And and seeing that we can bring that to life was uh, was amazing. And, and and getting in touch with uh, the McLaren team as well, getting to see what's can, what's going to be done. Also, it, it was the year when they did, they shifted the, the the design of the car, if you if you remember, it was uh, yeah, I think it was last year. I and mean, this is going from the old design to the newest shapes. And it was also like difficult for them to know what's going to be and to know and to share things with us. But it was so exciting because you could see what, what's coming next. And then also as um, for us to recreate that in a, in, a, in a technique format and uh, and to be uh, very close together with the, the McLaren design team, the the racing team there in uh, in McLaren. Getting that yeah, to life was uh, was quite uh, spectacular, and um, and being able to maybe yeah, maybe when they see see that uh, see see the car and being able to travel there and to see the car in real as well uh, um, in the in the boulevard and you know in the, in McLaren uh, offices in the, in UK in London, um, yeah. But um, I think we have a uh, we have not. As complex model as the Ferrari Daytona, but uh, still uh, packed with a lot of cool functions and, uh, and also like a nice uh, challenge for the shapes. Um, yeah. yeah. You, you're you're sitting at your desk
1: in Denmark, and I know you have other items that are, are are on the on the desk in front of you. What else are you most proud of that you can share with the audience? Um, uh,
2: of course, I should uh, talk about the, the Bugatti Chiron that I yes, was uh, part of about the looking, but well, it's not the newest. <laughs> it's been here for a few years. But you uh, know, we have uh, together with the same team. Then I was involved with is to to develop what's coming in a uh, in January 2023. And it's uh, something that I just took from the table. It's in my hand. Is the the Bugatti Bolide, and it's just been revealed now. Uh, I think it was today. It has been revealed on the online, and it's going to launch in the in January. We have the, a replica of the, the Bugatti Bolide of the. 16-cylinder inside, packed uh, on the back of the car, and it's a it's it's a smaller scale than the, the the Bugatti Chiron that we have launched. It's more like the the McLaren Senna that we we, we did a few years ago, or the the Ford Mustang. So it's really like uh, come together with the the passion for car because you you start to have this idea of I'm going to collect these cars, you know, and this is like a McLaren Senna in my hand now, and they have the same scale, so. We try to when we create in this uh, uh, size. I think it's it's around 50 dollar. Uh, it's it's about the same scale, so we, we keep the same size of the wheels, and then we just shape the new car around the, the chassis. And then we also have the, the Mustang, and there's the the Jeep Wrangler that was also made uh, um, a year or two ago, and but not the the new one, the one that is actually a, a bit more crazy in shape. It's uh, it's very sophisticated and very organic shapes and a lot of challenges on this one. So I think this is probably the the one that I, I like the most. And to see that car being made and also being approved by the partner and to work together again with Bugatti, uh, also that was uh, quite quite cool to to see the, the team again and and on a different project. Um, but yeah, you have a uh, steering. You can open the doors uh, like this sideways, and then you have a um, a little bit on the back, you can lift some of the two panels just to see a bit more details of the, the V16 cylinder that actually uh, were a big challenge to pack in this smaller scale. It was already quite challenging for, for me to put that in the 1-to-8 the scale. But in this one, oh man. <laughs> that was a, a lot of tries and an error. Um, and also capturing all the details and all the, the cool shape of the car, the streamline. the the X, uh, kind of X-wing uh, rear light on the back of the car. Um, and also we have a, a lot of new parts that we are developing for this one. And you can see uh, actually on this one some uh, prototypes still and some uh, decorated parts um, for the wheel arches in the front to recreate some of the details that we couldn't make with the physical pieces. Um, and there's a lot of cool details around the, the wheels, but also the interior, the, the dashboard. There's a there's a small stickers on the, on the dashboard where you see a, a racetrack track, which is the one that is in France, and I think it was the the first time they revealed the car uh, or they, they sh- at least showed it was uh, driving on that uh, racetrack track, um, and I think it's the Castellet in uh, Super France. It's the it's a race that is also used in a for for Formula One. Um, um, but, yeah, a lot of cool details and uh, cool partnerships uh, with Bugatti. And they actually also have a CSR, the, the game that you can play on, on, on phones, on smartphones. Um, So the car would be um, also in the game as well. Wonderful. Can play with. Lego version of it, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask um, you just... Smaller car, but really cool project. Yeah. yeah, no, that's very, very
1: cool. Let me let me ask you just a uh, a couple of final things. W- what is your personal aim as a designer?
2: Yeah, I think so my aim in design is to to make things better, to always improve what's already existing and to make sure that it can get better, get better experience, a better user experience. And um, and I I like to also Dive into any any kind of product if something is broken to fix it, and to always try to to not just trash something that could be fixed and try to to reuse and make it more sustainable also. So trying to yeah um, also doing that with uh, with my uh, personal life and then daily job if I can do that with the the Lego product as well. But uh, um, yeah, uh, I have to show uh, answering that question correctly, but uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're answering it uh, completely fine. I'd one one other thing. W- there are many kids out there who 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 put Legos together and and who love toys. What would you tell anybody who has an ambition to be a Lego designer one day?
2: Uh, to be a Lego designer, I'd say be as creative as possible. Um, try to build as many uh, models as you can. Um, yeah. I think a lot of creativity and never give up. Just uh, keep pushing your yourself and, and boundaries, and making sure that you you, you always uh, stay tuned to what's coming next as well in the in the trends and in the car industry. And uh, especially if you want to, to join the Lego Technica team. But uh, yeah, I think uh, be creative and uh, and um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. wonderful, wonderful. <laughs>
1: Thanks again to my guest today, Lego designer Aurelien Ruffinage. And to see our interview, go to the Cars and Culture YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to see some 75 episodes. And thanks for listening to Cars and Culture. You can follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook, as well as on Instagram at Cars and Culture SXM and on Twitter at Cars and Culture. I'm Jason Stein in Detroit. We'll see you down the road.